Welcome to the Power of the Word, brought to you by the Grace Apostolic Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jamaica. Please stay tuned for today's Bible study broadcast entitled, The Anointing Makes the Difference, presented by our host, Pastor Dr. Glenton Dennis. A blessing awaits you. Thank you very much and God bless you and my beloved, wherever you are today. It's my pleasure coming to you today by way of social media and God bless you and have a great time as you have understand clearly. Amen. That this virus seems to be taking the world by storm and based off our amen, government regulation, we choose to come to you by this media. So if you're in your homes, wherever you are, God bless you. Tune into this subject that we have been embarking on for the previous weeks, the anointing. At this moment, we just want to speak and the anointing makes the difference. And what does it mean to be anointed? It's a very interesting subject. To anoint means to consecrate or make sacred, amen, in a ceremony that includes the token applying of oil. To anoint means to dedicate to the service of God. And the question might be asked, what's the difference between anointed and anointing? The term anointing means smearing and applying, amen, to an individual's head or body, usually to mark a religious ceremony or belief. And so to be anointed by the Holy Spirit, fellow saints, means sanctifying the individual's way to be in with the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and the ways of his spirit. And another question could be asked also, fellow brethren, what does the anointing do for us since we are on that subject? Brethren and friends, the anointing served and serves three distinct purposes. It is, amen, regarded as a means of health and comfort, amen, as a token of honor and as a symbol of consecration. And another question could be asked, how do you receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Brethren, we all know you can only receive the Spirit by faith. Amen. The Bible says, if someone is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. It seemed that sometimes the act of anointing with oil might draw the Holy Spirit, amen, in a greater way. In this case, the elders will want to draw the Holy Spirit to heal the person being anointed. And so then, there's a lot of confusion today in the church over what it means to be anointed and who is anointed, etc. In the Old Testament, kings and priests were physically anointed with oil to show that they were set apart for the service of God. In Exodus chapter 19, amen, we read clearly, amen, that this is what you are to do, amen, to consecrate them so they may serve me, the Lord said, as priests. Take the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring it on the head. Also, the tabernacle was anointed, amen, to make it holy. In Exodus chapter 4, it says, Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle, amen, and everything in it. Consecrate it and all its furnishings, and it will be holy. 
Now in the new covenant, all Christians are anointed. Amen. To be anointed, amen, now simply mean that you have the Holy Spirit. Here are more verses from the Bible that can help us understand how to be anointed. To be anointed, amen, fellow saints, mean to be chosen by God. In the Old Testament, the kings of Israel and the priests were anointed. It was a ceremonial way to show that they were special and set apart by God. Anyone who, amen, is a believer in Christ is chosen by God and set apart. And that's the way we got to see ourselves. In reading 2 Corinthians 1, 21, it says, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God who also had sealed us and given us the Spirit, amen, in our hearts as a guarantee. Also, every Christian now is a priest, amen. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 say that about all Christians, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special position, amen, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen. What a God to praise. Put your faith in Jesus if you have not already done so. Simple becoming apostolic makes you, amen, anointed. But nevertheless, in 1 Corinthians 12, 8, the text says, For to one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit. In chapter 12, verse 4 of the same text, he said, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. In verse 6 of 1 Corinthians 12, he also said, And there are diversities of operation, but it's the same God which worketh all in all. And so in 1 John 2, verse 12, it says, The anointing that you receive from him abides in you and you have no need that anyone should teach you but as his anointing teaches you about everything and it's true and is no lie just as it has taught you abide in him oh fellow saints we got to abide this anointing that john is referring to is the holy spirit he says that as a christian you have no need to be taught because the holy spirit leads you into all truth as the Bible says, this doesn't mean don't listen to sermons, don't listen to teacher, but it means that you can know and agree upon everything that any other Christian knows about the word, etc. Because all have the same Holy Spirit. Amen. Also, you can keep the anointing, amen, of salvation simply by abiding in Christ. As he said, remain in me and I remain in you. The best way to abide in the Lord Jesus Christ is to continue in an attitude of rejoicing and remaining in him. And so then, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 tells us, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in everything, for this 
is the will of God. Amen. As the Bible also says, let us come into his presence, fellow saints, with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise to him. Amen. Singing songs and psalms and making melody in your heart. And so, as we read in First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13, he said, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So we recognize clearly that the anointing has to do with the presence of the Lord. Samuel went to the house, amen, to Jesse to anoint King David. Jesse brought his sons, amen, to the prophet one by one, but none of them were God's choice for king. Finally, fellow saints, Samuel asked Jesse, if there's no other sons. Amen. Jesse admitted that his youngest son David was out in the fields taking care of the sheep. And we understand he was asked to bring all his sons. But what he did, he just brought these. Amen. Because this little boy David, who could consider him? He was insignificant. When he was brought, amen, from the fields to stand before the prophet, Samuel knew David was the one chosen by God. And he anointed David with consecrating him to the Lord's purpose. God can use you no matter your age or your stage. Amen. God is a God who anoints. God is the one who equips. David's life was never the same. The Spirit of the Lord, amen, was on him from that day forward. You see, the anointing makes the difference. It makes the difference between a boy practicing his slingshot alone in the field and a hero taking down a giant and we know that was Goliath. It makes a difference between someone overseeing a flock of sheep, amen, and a king ruling a nation. The anointing makes a difference in the church, in government, in businesses, in our schools and in our homes. The anointing isn't just for ministers, it's for everyone. Do you realize the difference the anointing can make in your life? God is ready to pour these three types of anointing in your life. Number one, saturate in anointing. What is this? It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard. The beard of Aaron running down to the edge of his garments. Amen. Psalm 133 verse 2, Moses poured the anointing oil on Aaron's head and it flowed down, amen, Aaron's hair pass his beard onto his clothes and all the way to his feet he was drenched in the anointing what a god there is a need today for a drenching saturating anointing we aren't fighting, amen, small things, amen. We are giving God thanks. We are trusting him. God is our God. We need a big anointing. It's time for us to prepare ourselves to receive this big anointing. It takes, amen, it's, a t it's time to ask God to saturate us in this anointing. Number two, we need a fresh anointing. I've seen anointing with fresh oil. Psalm 92 verse 
12 tells us we can become stale in our anointing, especially if we are still trying to hang on to something that happened long time ago. We have gone, we have got to make sure the anointing is still fresh. Don't tell me what happened last year, who you were many years ago. Has church become a routine? Has personal worship become a core? It shouldn't be. When the power of the Holy Spirit brings the anointing, there is freshness in it, a quickening that changes the atmosphere. We got to worship. A fresh anointing makes a difference in our prayer lives. Your praise, your spirit, amen, and your house. God give us a fresh anointing. And number three, the anointing of wisdom and favor is very important. He said, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things, 1 John 2.20. Anointing gives us direction. In moments of decision, the anointing brings a spirit of wisdom. So you know the right things to do. Fellow saying, we don't need to fret. We don't need to worry ourselves. The anointing also brings a spirit of favor. When you are walking in the anointing. Don't be surprised when doors open. Don't be surprised when you move from the back to the front. For you, oh Lord, will bless the righteous, the psalmist said, with favor. You will surround him with a shield. Psalm 5 verse 12, God's anointing brings with it God's favor. The anointing makes all the difference. That's what makes us different as apostolics. Why? Because we have the anointing. Nothing can take the place of the anointing. We can't fake the anointing. We live in a time of substitutes. For every expensive name brand item, there's a fake substitute. But if we think we can substitute talent, our intelligence, or a charming personality for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are very much mistaken. Nothing can take the place of the anointing. We need real anointing from the Holy Spirit, not a man-made substitute. Amen. And when we are anointed fellow saints and brethren, amen, it shows in our lives. Acts 10 verse 38 states, For God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with them, my fellow brethren, when we get anointed, we go about doing good. When we get anointed, God opens door for us. When the anointing is on us, the anointing will make things happen that we could never make happen on our own. Press in the anointing. Seek saturating anointing. Come back to God again and again for a fresh anointing. Thank God we don't have to struggle, amen, with trying to do his work in our limited human power. We can walk in the anointing and the anointing makes all the difference. Why we rejoice, why we clap our hands, why the coronavirus is all around and we are still rejoicing and giving God thanks. We can rejoice in our homes, not because we are now staying inside because of regulations. We can still rejoice 
amen, because we have the anointing. God has promised to keep us, to protect us, and God will never forget us wherever we are. We can focus our mind upon the Lord and touch him and feel this anointing and feel refreshed. God bless you. Keep on trusting him and keep on enjoying the anointing. The Lord be with you. Let God continue to bless you. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. God bless you. Thank you very much. Indeed, the anointing makes the difference. Thanks for staying with us. I know you were blessed. Please remember to subscribe to our social media platforms, Facebook and YouTube. You may also email us at graceapostolica.ljcj at gmail.com with your prayer request. God bless you.